A fascinating sicha that is going to discuss the impact that the Mabel had on the world, the transformation that occurred in this world because of the Mabel, and it will be based on a Gemara about an Akum Shashavas, about the prohibition to a Goy, to a non-Jew, to observe Shabbos. Somehow these two things are going to be brought together in a fascinating exploration of the Mabel. The Pasuk in this week's parasha says, day and night will not rest, it will not be interrupted. So after the Mabel, where the Ebishtar tells Neach, Zera, Vekotzir, Vekor, Vechoim, Vekayitz, Vechoyrev, the time for planting, the time for harvesting, and summer and winter, etc., six times. The Yom Valayla, as well as day and night, will not be interrupted. And even though the Mabel interrupted the order of the world, but Mikanu Lahaba, from this point forward, says the Ebishtar, the order of the world will never be entirely interrupted. From this pasuk, Lerat Tarius the Gemara, the Gemara learns Akum Sheshavas Chayev Misa, a Gentile, a non-Jew who observes Shabbos, who keeps Shabbos, Chayev uh, Misa, he is liable for death. Shenemar v'yoyim v'laila lo yishbeisu, because it says day and night will not be interrupted; they will continue to to function. And from this we learn that just like the nature continues to function, so too people are commanded to continue to do their work and to not stop. And that was learned in the earlier, previously, on the previous Ahmed, that when a, a, a Goy is given a prohibition, it automatically means that breaking the prohibition, violating, transgressing the prohibition, is, uh, makes him liable for death. So therefore, from is the Azhara is the prohibition to the Akum against uh, uh, observing Shabbos, against resting. And uh, that means it's Chayev Misa. Then the Gemara adds to this, Even Monday, even Monday he can't keep Shabbos. What does this mean? Rashi is Mefarish, as Ravina is Mechadish. Rashi explains that the Ravina is teaching as the Azhara Leish Beisu, that the prohibition against Resting is not just on the day of Shabbos, which is the day of rest for Eden. Or Sunday, which is the day of rest for the Christians. Any type of rest is prohibited. They shouldn't stop doing with their work, even on a day that is not uh, uh, generally classified as a day of rest. And Rashi says that it doesn't just mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, means the rest of the week. That any day of the week cannot be turned into a Shabbos, cannot be a, a, a day of rest. So this is what Rashi says. teaches me that one is not allowed to rest, and therefore Akum Shabbos is Chayav Misa. From the Rambam, it is mashma. However, from the Rambam, who also discusses this concept of Akum Shashavas, it's understood as the Isir from Shvisa Babneneach, Afilu Biyoyimi Yemei Sachel, that the prohibition to rest even on a random weekday, 
is not because they're not allowed to they, they, they are not allowed to rest. Because we do not allow them to introduce a new religion or to create new mitzvahs uh, on their own on their own accord. So the fact that a guy who who observes Shabbos on any day of the week is Chayiv Misa. According to the Rambam, it would apply only if he turns the day into a day of Shabbos. He makes it into something like a, a religious thing where the whole day is a day of Shabbos. Therefore, is move on as late shitas Rambam and from this we can understand that the, according to the Rambam, the words loyish mean Shabbos that a, a, a Gentile is not allowed to observe Shabbos, or that I feel Shabbos, nor is he allowed to make any other day of the week as if it was Shabbos. But that would mean that according to Rambam, if someone would, if, if an Akum would not do Malacha, but not as because he was classifying the day as a Shabbos, he, w- he would not be Chayav Misa. So now we have a question on the Rambam. What is the connection between the prohibition that a Benoyach is not allowed to observe Shabbos or turn another day of the week into a Shabbos with the meaning of Leish Beisu? The literal meaning, as is that Nitzayin can bitl vehefsi consider the anagas that there will be no interruption in the order of the world. Zera vekotzir v'yoyim v'laylam the seasons or the day and night that they will continue to function regularly. According to Rashi, the prohibition is not about Shabbos. The prohibition is on rest. They're not allowed to rest. So we can understand the connection between the two elements of Leish Beisu. As that nitzayin, Leish Beisu on the one hand means there will not be an interruption. The Avisar promises that the nature will continue to run its courts without interruption. And therefore the second aspect is that there's not allowed to be a rest or an interruption uh, uh, um, of Working the world. And as Rashi himself explains, that the words Leispeisu do not apply solely to the six times of of Zera, of Akatsir, of planting and harvesting, etc. As in Zevet, Nizayin, Kibitl, Levesek, that in the, all of the seasons of the year, there will not be any interruption. As Rashi says, that it applies also to humans. As Eich Bazeh, that they too should not interrupt their work. So according to Rashi, Lo Yishbeisu leads directly into the prohibition to Akum Shashavas. But according to the Rambam, that the prohibition here is not the rest, but rather turning a day into a Shabbos is kasha. It's not understood. What's the connection with the prohibition against making a Shabbos with the literal understanding of the Pasuk that the seasons of the year and the order of the world will not 
be interrupted. So let us continue with the, 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 this Indian of Akum Shashavas in the teaching of the Medrash. And that's going to be Siv Beis. And we're going to ask, uh, the Medrash also says something very similar, and we're going to have a question. This idea is also brought in the Medrash and B'Shmoy Serabah on the Pasik that the sea, the Abishir has given you Shabbos. This is Meshach Rabbeinu talking to the Skenim who asked Meshach why is there two portions of Mon uh, when they collected only one on Friday. And the Abishir says, see, that the Abishir gave you Shabbos. And this is what the Medrash says. To you it was given, but not to the Gentiles. From this they said, If a guy comes and observes the Shabbos, not only do they not receive reward for it, they're obligated, they're liable for Misa, for death. So here he brings our pasuk. There's also a pasuk that says that it's a sign between me and the Yidin. This could be understood with a marshal of a king. Yeshev is sitting on his throne. And his queen is sitting directly opposite him. However, if somebody walks between the king and the queen, it's treason. The very fact that he's walking between the king and the queen is disrespectful, and he's high of Misa. So too, if an Akum tries to keep Shabbos, he's going for the Ois, that's Baini of Ebene Yisrael. He's going between the Ebishter and the Yid, and therefore he's high of Misa. So let's take one thing at a time. In the brackets, he's going to Bavorin, he's going to clarify that that is that this is not specifically the day of Shabbos. Even though he's telling Zech, the Medrash is on the words Ru'uk, Yashem, Shabbos, the prohibition here is not just on the day of Shabbos, just like the Gemara says, that it's on any day of the week. Even though he's connecting this Pasuk with the fact that David gave us Shabbos. There's no reason to say that the Medrash is arguing with the Gemara and saying that the prohibition is only on Shabbos when the Gemara said the prohibition is on any other day of the week. The fact that the Abishter gave it to us and not to the Goyim, it doesn't refer to the, specifically to the seventh day of the week, the day of Shabbos. The whole idea of Shabbos as a day of rest, whatever day it might be, the Gemara says even on Monday. So the Medrash is going to agree with that. The Ebrister gave Shabbos to the Yidden, and therefore a Goy does not observe Shabbos, cannot observe Shabbos, nor can he make any other day into Shabbos, similar to what the Ramam said. But if we go back. So now, if we go back to, to what the Medrash is saying, late them is move on. So it's any day of the week. And, what, and what's the prohibition? Shabbos. 
From this it's understood, as Ladasa Medrash Vashtayda Ritsa for Nakum Shashavas Nitin Menucha Baalma Shlayibatlu Mulacha Kedas Rashi. The Medrash is not saying that the prohibition here is the resting, like Rashi said, nor in them as they turned it Machina Tok Meshavas Kedas Rambam. The Medrash seems to understand this, like the way we understand from the Rambam, that the prohibition is, is about making a day into Shabbos. The Abishta gave us the concept, the idea of a day of rest. So a guy is not allowed to take that from us and turn at any other day of the week into a Shabbos, into a day of rest. But Stam Nucha Ba'alma would not be a problem according to the Medrash. Nor, as is the Achilik, Nevertheless, there's still going to be a difference between the Rambam and the Medrash in the reasoning. According to the Rambam, the reason why, you not, why a guy is not allowed to observe Shabbos or make a day into Shabbos is because it's, it would be considered, it would be making a new religion or making a new mitzvah, which they're not allowed to do. Well, whereas, according to the Medrash, the prohibition for a goy to observe Shabbos or to make a day into Shabbos is because Shabbos belongs to Yidin and not to Bnei Noyach. So we have three, uh, three similar approaches. The approach of Rashi, that Menucha Ba'alma Ka'asalu, the prohibition is against resting. And therefore, Akum Shabbos is Chayim Misa on any day of the week. According to the Rambam, the, uh, the, the problem, the Easter is to make a day into Shabbos, doesn't matter which day of the week. And the reason for that, the reason for that is because it's usher for them. We don't allow them to create a new religion or new aspects of religion. And according to the Medrash, again, similar to the Rambam, the, there's a prohibition for a guy to turn any day of the week into Shabbos or to observe Shabbos. But, the, and the reason for it is because Shabbos belongs exclusively to the Yidden and not to anybody else. But Darfan Farshtein, you have to understand something, even according to the Medrash. The same question we asked on the Rambam. How does the Rambam connect the idea of turning a day into Shabbos with which means not to interrupt the function of nature, not to stop work? Which we asked on the Rambam, the same question would apply to the Medrash. We have another question. Why is Shabbos so removed from Bnei Noach, so take so much so negated when it comes to a guy. To the point that they're not even allowed to designate any other day of the week as Shabbos. Let's say they decided to make a Tuesday into Shabbos. They're not taking away our Shabbos. They're just turning a day into Shabbos. Why is it so terrible? The other the idea that they should completed the work on the seventh day and rested on the seventh day is connected not specifically with Yudin, as if similar to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, which was the exodus of the Jewish people from Mitzrayim. Shabbos is the conclusion of creation. Shabbos is connected to the entire world, including so why is the din that a noyach is not allowed to observe Shabbos if Shabbos seemingly is connected with the creation of the world, which is something that affects everybody, including Goyim? And the question is greater. Eden are commanded to not do a Shabbos. To ingrain into our souls the faith in the creation of the world, 
that the Abishta created the world as the Velt is not King Kadman Chas Shalom, that the world is not the first being that it that 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 then created other things. No, it's the Ezbashafing of an Abishtan. But the Abishtar came first, and the Abishtar created the world. So and, uh, by us observing Shabbos, we, we reinforce and ingrain into our souls the faith in the Abishtar, that the Abishtar is the one who brought the world into being. Now we're going to say that not only is the Bernoyach not obligated to keep Shabbos, to observe Shabbos, he is not allowed to, he's prohibited to observe the Shabbos. This leads to us preventing them from their faith in the, in the, in the fact that the Abishah created the world. So, so why? So the question is, in addition to the question of how does Leish Beisu lead to the Akum Shashavas, according to the Rav, according to the Methodist, we have an even more fundamental question. Why, why is it so terrible for a Goy to keep Shabbos? If Shabbos is about creation of the world in which everybody, including the Goy, was created, especially since Shabbos is meant to increase the faith in the Abishter as the creator of the world, why should that be taken away from the Goy? So let us put this in discussion, Akum Shashavas, on hold for a few minutes. We're going to come back to it at the end of the Sicha. But in order to explain, to explain this, we're going to have to now understand what happened by the Mabul. This Tsukim, Kayitz, Vachede, 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 after the Mabul, all of a sudden, even though before the Mabul, the Abish are considered to destroy the world and, and, and everything like that. After the Mabul, he says, La Yisbeisu is never going to be interrupted. So something happened at the, by the Mabul, with the Mabul, through the Mabul, that changed something that led to the La Yisbeisu. So we have to understand what happened by the Mabul. And the, the Rebbe is going to introduce this by asking, uh, 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 bringing up a contrast. Where on the one hand you see the world became stronger, on the other hand you see the world became weaker, and how do we reconcile that? That man is first back to will understand this all by first prefacing as in the machine versus give out in the belt knock and mabble, then in the change that happened to the world after the mabble, the Gabi Dembizis Gan Freer in comparison to the way it was beforehand, Kifin but it's fake tovas. We find two extremes. We may let them take it from the use base. So we find that on the one hand we find that the world received after the mabble the promise and therefore the strength. Of lo yisbeisu of it never being interrupted. Must I take if in elam is ahei saf of a chiddush legabi dematzav elam be as gemitzadi savusi, which this strength of the world has that it can never be interrupted is something new, something novel compared to the way it was uh, uh, before the mabul. Just the fact that it was created for the mitzadi savus, just from its creation alone. Hagamas vayara lekimis kolsarosav initev made though the Eibush saw everything that he did was good. He says given an eif and it still was in a way as idea chatoyve can zayin when he's given an elam. It still left space, left room that through the sins of the people there should be an interruption in the order of the world. Vayinochem Hashem ki osa. The Eibush regretted the fact that he created the world and he said emcha, I'm going to wipe them off the face of the earth. That was before the Mabul. That was, that was his Savos. They created the world, and it was a perfect world, and yet it was possible for it all to come to an end. The Abister promised and made a covenant, as in as in the regardless of the conduct of the people, that there will not anymore be an interruption or a pause in the order of the world. 
and therefore it's something that was introduced post novel. Before the novel, it was possible for it to be an interruption. After novel, there's no interruption. So we see that the world was given a sense of strength that that that, that the nature can never be stopped. On the other hand, we find as no novel is going to chlisus and that after novel there was a weakness given to the world. Or for example, to quote the Ramban, until the novel, their lifespan was long. And after the Mabul, the lifespan of the people diminished, it became shorter. So we obviously that, that shows on a weakness. So on the one hand, we find the strength of Loyish Baisu, other hand, we find the weakness of the, for example, the lifespan of people shortening. So we have to understand how is it possible how does this happen and how is it possible that the same event should create a, a, a strengthening and a weakening at the same time. So in Sif Dawud we're going to begin the beer. Sif Dawud is going to be a little bit himmeldic, a, a, a little uh, a, a little bit difficult to understand, but he's going to end with the word Kidlakamon, and in the Sifim Shalakhriza the Rabbi is going to explain. Uh, this Nekuda that we're be going to begin to introduce in Sif Dalit. In Sif Dalit, the Rebbe is going to introduce the concept that the world is made up of Elyonim and Tachtonim, of upper, higher beings, spiritual beings, and, and lower, uh, uh, more physical beings. And that the purpose of the creation of the world is to bring them together. And this began in the, at the Mabu. Since the world was created for the Tera, that the Abraham made a condition with creation that it will only sustain creation if the Yidden accept the Tera. This is hinted in the words Yom Hashishi, the sixth day. What's the sixth day? There's a reference to the sixth day of Sivan, that on the sixth day of Sivan, if the Yidden accept the Tera, then the world will exist. If the Yidden do not accept the Tera, then the world will cease to exist. The whole achievement of Matan Tera, as is explained in so many places in the Rebbe Sichis and in general, was the bond, was the connection of the upper worlds and the lower worlds. Therefore, in order for there to be a fusion of the upper worlds and the lower worlds, the Ebershter had to create both. It had to be El Yoinim and Tachtonim. Spiritual elements and physical elements of creation. So that, that, so that later on, when the Abisha gives the Tayra, and even earlier, at the beginning of this two millennia that represent Tayra, we know that Gmar Sanhedrin says that the first two millennia, the first 2,000 years of the world, was Toyhu, was chaos. Second 2,000 years of the world, meaning year. Uh, 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 from 2,000 to 3,000, from 3,000 to 4,000 is Torah. During that time, the Torah was given and and began to be and became part of the world. And the last 2,000 years, from 4,000 to 5,000, and from 5,000 to 6,000, is Yemoisa Mashiach as a preparation. And hopefully, during this time, the the, the actual coming of Mashiach. So, uh, 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 if you break it down. The, 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 the 2,000 years of Toyu goes from the beginning of creation till Adam Arishin. Sorry, till Avram Avinu. 1,000 years, 10 doidas till Noyach and 10 doidas till Avram. And then the Torah was given in the year 2448. So it's about 448 years into the Shnei Allah from Torah. So already at the beginning of Shnei Allah from Torah, 
was the, what was a preparation to the giving of the Torah, and therefore the Chibur al Yenim Tachtenim began not at two four four eight, but at the year two thousand from creation, which is at the beginning of Shnei Alaf and See it inside. So that way, later on, at the giving of the Torah, even earlier, at the very beginning of the period of which that was the beginning of the preparation to the receiving of the Torah, to be able that later on there should be a bond between the two. That the, the low should should ascend above and the above should descend to below. When indeed the beginning is involved, it's given a shinifikate and it is in this alienum and tachtenim where we see the difference between before the mavel and after the mavel. Okay, the mavel is developed b'cholos given and the matzevizi is mitzad l'mayla. Before the before the the mavel, the world was in a state as if, from the from the as if it was uh, not as if it was. Connected to Lamaila, to the Elyonim, to the above. And after the Mabel, it switched and became more of a Lamata of a below world. As we will explain, as we will elaborate at, in, in, in the future Seifim. But the Nekudah Sainin is, is that the Uftu of, of, of the Mabel was the transition from Elyonim to Tachtainim. In these Elyonim and Tachtainim, that is where you see the Uftu. Uh, or the or the transformation or the transition of the mabul that we went from elyonim to tachtonim because before the world before the mabul the world was in a state of elyonim of the maila of the above and after after the mabul the world was in a state of lemata as we were going to discuss now before we do, use the words the maila and lemata again which are going to come later on in the sicha we have to understand a little bit better what happened by the mabul. In order to explain this, we have to understand. And the Rebbe is going to explain it to us by, by, by explaining to us first, why was the keshes, why was the rainbow, the ois, the sign of the covenant that the Abister made with the world after the Mabu? Why the keshes? Why not something else? And this is where we're going to start in Sifei. The Pasuk that says in our parsha that the rainbow was placed on the, on the cloud. And it's going to be as a sign of the covenant between me and the world. Ask a very basic question. A rainbow is a natural phenomenon. The rainbow becomes when the rain, when the when the, when the rays of the sun reflect off of the clouds in a specific angle. It, 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 it shapes different colors come through the clouds in the shape, excuse me, of a rainbow. And and it happens, it just happens. How can it be a sign if, if it just happens by itself? So the answer, this phenomenon, this very natural phenomenon that the that the the, the rays of the sun uh, 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 hit the the clouds and the clouds refract the rays of the sun into a rainbow. 
in, in the shape and colors of the rainbow. It was it became possible. The Abraham created it after the Mabul. Okay, Mabul is the Avir Elun Ben Merchumri. Before the Avir, before the Mabul, the air, the atmosphere of the world was more dense. When the rivers are in Echdi Anonim, was veren from them eight yalim and oris, and for the clouds which are formed from the mist that rises from the earth, give them Merchumriim. They were more dense. They were thicker. They could not contain and or reflect the light of the sun. And therefore, until the Mabul, there was never a rainbow. Because if the rays of the sun hit the rainbow, it they blocked, they blocked the rays of the sun. They didn't reflect or, ref or refract it. Only after the world became more refined. Also, the clouds became more refined. Not so thick. So so refined that every once in a while they can refract uh, the, the rays of the sun and make a rainbow. This uh, is actually all a reflection of how things were in the spirituality of the world. Before the Mabel, the world was in the lowest of levels, and therefore it wasn't capable of a bitter of a refinement. Therefore, the Mabel came to refine, to purify the world, that Birurim should even become possible. Now going back to the Keshes, the Farah the Keshes on Ezbris ben Yevainaretz. This is why the, the rainbow is the sign of the covenant. Because the rainbow expresses and reminds us of the purification and refinement that happened to the world. So, so when we, a person sees a rainbow, they say, ah, it reminds them that there was a point in time when the world was so so grub that it wasn't capable of a beer. And then came a mabu that purified the world and, and made it capable of beer. And this reminds us of the of the bris that the Abisha made with the with, with the world. In Sivov, the Rebbe is gonna ask a question. This means that from the beginning of creation until the Mabul, there was no possibility for a keshas, for a for a rainbow. So, the, so the, was the Mabul rectifying something that was a, a, a problem since the beginning of, the, of creation? Or was the Mabul just rectifying the, the, the bad deeds of the Doira Mabul? Which one is it? The Mabul, as we know, came to purify the world. Because the fact that the Deirah Mabul, the people in that generation, destroyed the earth and filled it with, with, with robbery. The Pasik says that the world was placed in the hearts of people, which means that the things that people do have an impact on the world. The sins of mankind caused that the world should become more dense, more uh, less we find, and the way we understood it till now, this was the defilement 
and the materialism that the world was, was that the Mabul was trying to cleanse. But according to what we explained in Sifei, as the Mitzirah from Kesses is given Eresh Nach and Mabul, while demos are the anonymous Elam, but Chlaud given Edeler, that the possible of a, of a ra- possibility of a rainbow happened after the Mabul, when the clouds and the world in general became more refined, Kumtachos, as Durch and Mabul is developed, need not given a ray from the tomb of Hashem and Mabul. This implies that the Mabul didn't just cleanse the world from the destruction uh, uh, that, ha- that, that was caused by the people of the Dera Mabul, but r- rather it was cleansing and refining the world even more than it was before the Dera Mabul. And even more than it was before the world at the very beginning of creation. In the beginning of creation, there couldn't be a rainbow. Was vice of which represents, which which proves the refinement of the world. Canal, like we explained in Sifei, is hard to understand. What was wrong with creation until the Deramabu? What was there to rectify? Is the beer in them? And in Sif Zion, the Rebbe is going to explain something absolutely fascinating, that. Although the Abishter created a perfect world, there was still something lacking in the world, which the Abishter introduced by the Dera Mabul. It was caused, it was the Abishter introduced by the Mabul. It was caused, it was triggered, rather, by the Dera Mabul. But once the Dera Mabul triggered it, it had to fix something that went back all the way to the beginning of creation, because there was a piece missing, there was a feature missing in, in, in creation, which even though the Abishter created a perfect world. Is there beer in them? In the beginning of creation, when we know that the world is created in a complete way, because the Abishar created it, it's not that the world itself, the world, the world inherently had completion. The way it was created. The Abishter created the world in a perfect way. In other words, it was because the Abishter created it, that's why it was perfect. But the world itself was not able to bring itself to perfection. But that the world on its own should bring itself to refinement. This was accomplished through the Mabul. I, I was trying to think of a muscle, and even though it's not a perfect muscle, but I, 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 I thought of the following idea. What we muscle we say, Lagabi Pesach. That Pesach was Nigla Leah Melech Malchem Lachem Akadus Baruch. The Abishter gave it was a revelation of, of Elokus. This forced the Yidden out of out of Mitzrayim, though they weren't on the level. But in order for them to receive the Torah, they had to go through forty nine Svidos of uh, 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 of refining their midas. In other words, like we say often that that, that if the bittel comes mitzad an a light from above that sort of overwhelms the nivra and causes bittel, it doesn't transform the nivra; it just forces it. And as soon as the air goes away, then the nivra is back to where he started, so to speak. Not a perfect muscle, but he's saying something like that. The world was perfect because the Abishter created it, but the world itself could not make itself perfect. So if Chas V'Shalem, the world was to fall, if there was to be a Yerida in the world, it wouldn't be able to pick itself back up. And that's what the Mabel did. 
The Abish took a rangi gave an anai chelus at chunin velt. The Abish gave the world a new ability, a new feature. Azik gufes will can in his dachik in his elevator. The world itself, the world should be able to regenerate itself, should bring itself back to to its to its state of perfection. When das is the tam was dafke demot. By the way, this will be explained a little bit more in sivches. Uh, the Nakuda that it was only after the Deir HaMabal broke the world, so to speak, that this feature became necessary, and therefore it, 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 was, it was brought about after the Deir, uh, for the Deir HaMabal, but it fixed something all the way back from creation. Because from the very beginning of creation, the world was lacking this, this Tchuna, this feature of regenerating itself, of fixing itself. But it was, wasn't until the Mabel that, that it, it became necessary. And therefore, it wasn't until the Mabel that the Abishter added this feature. But going back to the Keshes, this is why that, that is when the Abishter introduced the concept of the Keshes, of the rainbow. Even though it is the two together, the rays of the sun and the clouds that make the rainbow, the, the rainbow is more connected with the clouds. Not as much with the rays of the sun, because they are they are really simple. The rays of the sun have one color; they have they have, they have, they have, they have one basic color. But when the, the, this these simple rays are refracted by the 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 clouds, they become different colors of the rainbow. Where do the clouds come from? From the mist that rises up from the earth. And this mist that is rising from the earth is so refined that it could, it could allow, allow the light of the sun through it and make a rainbow. And since this concept that the world is refined enough that it could, for example, that it could produce a rainbow, but this only happened after the Mabul. That's why after the Mabul is when the, the, the rainbow was placed in the cloud. The rainbow was placed in the cloud. Which the cloud comes from the earth. The idea of the rainbow. That the mist that is rising from the earth should be refined enough that you could see through it the light of the sun. So in Siv Zayn, the Rebbe is explaining the question that he asked in Siv of Did the, did the, the, the Mabel? Come to fix the hashchosa of the Deira Mabel, or did the Mabel come to fix the the uh, uh, something that was that 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 and change something all the way back to the beginning of creation? The answer is both. It was by the Deira Mabel that, 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 as we'll explain in Sivches, that this had to be fixed. But when the Mabel came, the Mabel was adding uh, uh, It was bringing in, it was introducing a new ability to the world that it should be able to refine itself. And that's why there was a possibility for, an, for a Keshas. 
because the world was becoming, the earth itself was becoming refined enough that it could allow the lights, the, 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 the light of the sun through its clouds, through its mist. In Sivches, the Rebbe is going to continue to explain this Nekuda of the Deira Mabel, bringing about the Mabel that fixed something that was, that was really problematic from, from day one. That was technically problematic since day one. And at the same time, the Rebbe is going to explain what we, what we started saying in the beginning of the Beer, that, the, that by the Mabel, there was something introduced to the world, the Tekif of Lo Yishbaisu, despite the fact that beforehand it was possible for the Abel to save Ayinochem and Emcha, that he regretted the creation and he wanted to destroy the creation after the Mabel was Lo Yishbaisu. Now we'll understand why, how that works. Why is that the the Abish says Rotson that was there at first to create the world? The fact that the Abish said the conclusion of creation said that saw that everything that he did was very good. Did not stop the Xeda of I will obliterate, I will wipe it off the earth. Then says given when it was that the uh, the evil of the of of mankind increased in the world. And after the Mabel Davis made a covenant. As a fill of an evil decided about him as Even when the world is in a situation that brings out the thought that he wants to bring darkness and destruction to the world. For that's called will never re- remove all flesh from the world. Cover little Siv Zayin, as we explained before in Siv Zayin. He bowed us, was Elam in the universe, Gamitsat them Ephim from Zayn Bashafok Durchen Beide. Nit Mitzatech from Elam Gufa. And here he's using a little bit different Oseus to explain what he said in Siv Zayin. That when the Abisha created the world, it was coming from the El, from the angle of Beide, of the Creator, not from the Elam from the Nivra. Therefore, the sins that distanced the world from its creator and from his desire gave him given the reading as if and caused such a descent as is not given. It was impossible or almost impossible to, to elevate and, uh, and refine it. Umbi bald as durchet von der Amabo. And since because of the sin of the Deramabal is developed as a film miscalcul give on a bizvatimali hamas, the world was so destroyed to the point that it was filled with robbery, with, with negativity. And from the world itself, it was incapable of being elevated and being transformed, being refined. And the Rebbe adds in the bracket, This is a deeper reason why the Neyach's reproach of the people and his warning, they were just bringing a mabel did not help and did not awaken them to tshuva because it was too it was impossible. Tshuva wasn't possible before the mabel. Tshuva was not a possibility. It was impossible. You couldn't do. There's no such concept. Didn't exist. Either you were a tzaddik or you were a rasha. There was no union of. There was no concept of a bal tshuva. The riber is the living kentama from So since once the world destroyed itself. There was no reason for its existence. And the Abish regretted the whole creation and he said, let me get rid of it. Because as the world descended 
and got further and further away from the Creator. So the world lost the Abishter's will. The Abishter had no desire for the world to exist anymore. And therefore he said, Amcha. But after the Mabul, once it transformed and refined the world itself, even when it's in a very low down situation. So as he can in his battered Messal of Anal David, Shuvah should be able to be refined and elevated through Shuvah. Now comes a covenant that Abishar will not. Uh, uh, remove all flesh. The Abishter will not bring a Bible anymore. In Velchen Matzah, it's Velchen Design, whatever Matzah the world is, because the world is always possible to pick itself back up. Until the Mabel, the world could not pick itself back up. If it fell, it was down and couldn't get back up. And therefore, the Abishter says, the world is far, so far removed from me, I have no need for it, I want to destroy it. So came the Mabel, which the Abishter gave Tara Vezichach to the world. The Abishter gave a new feature to the world that it could become refined. If it could become refined, it could do tshuva. If it could do tshuva, it could pick itself back up. Therefore, there's no reason to bring a Mabel anymore. The Ratz will never be far from the world because even when the world is falls down, it, it still has the potential to pick itself up. And therefore, the world, the Abishter never gives up. And the the Abishter's Ratzin never is nostalgic, never leaves the world because it can always return to the Abishter. So, to, 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 to quickly go through the flow of the last few Seifim, we started out. We started out saying about the Keshas, the rainbow, that the rainbow became passable after the, after the Mabel, because after the Mabel there was a Zichach in the Olam, the world became more refined. And to explain this a little bit more, the Rebbe explained that, that the, the, the Mabel, the purpose of the Mabel was not just to fix the Chatoim of the Deir Mabel. Once the Chatoim of the Deir Mabel came about, the world, the, the world had fallen down, and at that point, it couldn't pick itself back up. And therefore, the Abishter gave the world the ability for Tar of Azichach through the Mabul. This gave the ability for the for something that didn't exist prior to the Mabul, which created the possibility of a Keshes, because the Keshes needs the Zichach Ha'elam, the rainbow needs the refinement of the world in order for the rays of the sun to go through the clouds. And therefore, the keshes is the ois, is the sign that the world went through a tar of a zichuch. And therefore, from this point and on, it's loyiz baisu. There's no reason for the world to ever be destroyed again, because the world always has the possibility to pick itself up. Now, in Sif Tes, we're going to go back to the Sif Gimel, where the Rebbe spoke about the contrast, the mitzad the world got stronger. The world got weaker, where we see Lamosho in the ages, in the lifespan of people. And the Rebbe Siftes is going to explain that it's coming from the same place. Because of the fact that after the Mabel, the Abishter is sustaining the world on the level of Nivra. Therefore, the fact that the Abishter is sustaining the world gives it a toikif. The fact that it's on the level of Nivra gives it a weakness, because, because Nivroim, creations, are limited. Let's see it inside.
According to this, all, all of the above, we're going to understand that these two extremes that were that were that were that, that came about after the Mabul, Mitzadah had taken from the Yisbeisu. On the one hand, the strength of the world will never be interrupted. On the other hand, the lifespan is diminishing and getting shorter. They don't contradict one another. They're coming from the same place. That this idea that was introduced post-Mabul, the fact that the world is being sustained on the level of Lemata, of the level of the world itself. Before the Mabel, the, the, the like we said in the beginning of the Sikh and Siv Dalit, and the world, the Misa before the Mabel was, was Mitzad Lamaila, after the world was Mitzad Lamato. Today we're using, in this, here we're using Baira and Nivra. Mitzad, before, before the Mabel, the creation of the world and the, susten- the sustaining of the world came from the will of the, the Creator, because the Abyssers Chafiz Chesed, because the Abyssers desires Chesed. And therefore, the Abister wants to give. And how did he give? By creating a world and keeping the world alive, keeping the world sustained. But after the the now the after the the introducing, after bringing up the concept of refine purifying the world of the Mabul, is that Abister is standing the Abister continues to constantly create and sustain the world, but on the level of the world, because the world was refined and, and, and purified, but it's on the level of Nivra, it's on the level of the world. This Idea is the cause of these two extremes. On the one hand, because the world made itself worthy, that the Abishter, with Abishter, doesn't change, should sustain the world, is the Therefore, its sustenance is its. its it's being sustained, is done in a way of low space, so the Abish doesn't change, and therefore the world, the, the order of the world will not change. From its eight inside, but on the other hand, does goof of us not in Babel, is that Abish to Mekayim development the very fact that the Abish is sustaining the world because of the world itself, not because of the Ratzna Boira, who is the Ribir Kim Bachalishus. Because of that, the sustenance, the world is, word isn't sustenance, the, 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 Sustaining of the world is in a weaker in, is in a weakness. And it's expressed in the fact that the days their, uh, of their, uh, their their lifespan is shorter. Because a nivra is modut, a nivra is limited, a creation is limited, and therefore, since the abister is sustaining the world on the level of nivra, therefore the sustenance of the world, the sustaining of the world is. Also limited. Not like before the Mabul. The world existence was because of the kindness of Hashem. Therefore they lived a long life. The Tukunizera says the fact that there was long life before the Mabul. Because the, the, the the life force was being drawn down from the level of Erech Apayim or Arich Anpin, which is in Attic, which is in a very high level. And therefore, and also the word Erech Apayim or Arich Anpin means long. And therefore it caused Arichus Yamim, long life. So that was before the Mabu when there was, when it was all from the level of Beira, top down. But when, the, after the Mabu, when Taka the Abishter is giving the world its, its existence, but it's 
mitzad in nivra or the level of nivra. Therefore, there's a certain limitation to it because nivraim are limited, and therefore there's a weakness in the world. That's why you have two extremes. On the one hand, you have the kiyum from the Abishter, which gives it loyizbeisu, gives it a strength. On the other hand, the kiyum of the Abishter is on the level of nivra, and therefore it has a certain weakness. Now in Sif Yud, we're going to go back to the Al-Yoyinam and We started in Sif Dalid saying that the Abishter created Al-Yoyinam and before the Mabal was Al-Yoyinam, after the Mabal was Tachtoyinam. And the Mabal was this transition from Al-Yoyinam to Tachtoyinam. So now, now in Sif Yud, the Rebbe is going to say is that this transition, which we already pretty much explained, that, the, that, that we use Beira and Nivra, Lamaila and Lamata, Elyonim and Tachtonim, that is the Mabel. That is what happened by the Mabel. That's what changed in the Mabel. The world went from Lamaila to Lamata, from Elyonim to Tachtonim, from Beira to Nivra. That, that before the Mabel, the world was on a much higher level. It had one caveat, had one, one issue, and that is because it was on such a high level, it didn't permeate the world itself. And therefore, the world itself couldn't regenerate. It couldn't fix itself when it fell. And after the Mabul, the, it came down to a lower level that it was coming from the level of Tachtoinim, the level of Lamata, the level of Nivra. But because of that, the world has the ability to always fix itself through Tshuva, to elevate itself, and therefore the Ebishah never has a reason to destroy the world. And now the Rebbe is going to say how this leads to Matan Torah. The way the world was, uh, as it was from above. When the world was brought down and then given its existence on a level of the below. This led to the third period, being the period of Shneolof and Tayyidah of the, 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 the second set of 2,000 years, which is called in the Gemara Sanhedrin, like we said before, Shnei Allah from Teder, when it's the Gemara Sanhedrin, it's the Gemara Sanhedrin, it's the the fact that the Abish are created Al-Yayin, which was before the Mabal, the fact that the Abish, which, I mean, Al-Yayin were, 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 were created in the beginning, but the fact that the world was in a state of Al-Yayin before the Mabal, and in a state of Tachtoinim after the Mabal, this made it possible that after this, this, this those two Tkufas, should come a third kufa when the, the, the world will combine el yoinim and tachtoinim. And this is the Azbara. The Rabbi here gives a very beautiful explanation, like a practical thing, in the fact that Avram and Avram lived in the transition period from, from the first two kufas to the third kufa, from the post mabel time to the pre teira time. And this is why Avram and Sarah were born in Yitzchak and Davke in the year elder Yaron. They gave birth to Yitzchak in their old age. Avram hundred years and Sarah ninety years. Avram was hundred years old. Sarah was ninety years old. When their mitzvah zich uiski direct the kishur for the tzvei tkufas anal, this expressed the bond, the connection between the two, between these two time periods, el yoyinim and tachtoinim. Even though that in the time of Avram, Rashi tells us that the, 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 the lifespan was already getting shorter. Even more than, than in the thousand years or the ten generations after Noyach prior to Avram. So Avram was already in a time when the world 
was when the ages were getting short. To leave them was the Hamshacha Danis given it from Chinis Erech Apayim. Was the Hecher from Velt not from the Madrege was the Yerech Erech Elmes because the Chayis, the life source of the world, was coming not from the level of Erech Apayim, which causes which brings long life, but from a lower level that is more connected to the worlds. Afal Pikein. So on the one hand, the world was already in a state of Tachtonim, which is which is why the lifespan was short. Afal Pikein. Nevertheless, they gave they gave birth to Yitzchak at an old older age, this is given the Seder which was the Seder, which was how it worked before the Mabul. When the Amshach is given from Khinis Arachapayim, when the Amshach when the life force came down from the level of Arachapayim. So Avram embodied both. On the one hand on the one hand, in his time life was getting life the lifestyle was getting shorter. On the other hand, he himself, he and his wife, they had a child at an old age. Because Avram embodied both and therefore was able to begin the transition into the Third kufa, which is the kisher of both. Under kisher, from the third kufa, so matzavim sebeil enim sebeilam from the enim tachtenim, and this bond, this connection between these two periods and situations of the world, the the way it is from above and the way it is from below, is gekumin begolim leidas Yitzchak was expressed in a more revealed way in the birth of Yitzchak. The Rashi gebaron al seid, who was the first one to be born as a yid, was born of Mekalbog and the Torah, which is, was his descendants who received the Torah. Went to the gemba peil the kisher from the enim tachtenim. When it actually, when they were actually able to accomplish uh, the bond, the connection between the above and the below. So now we understand. That, so now we, we sort of closed the circle from Sif Gimel, Dalit, Hey, Vav, Zayin, Ches, etc. Sif Gimel, we asked the question about the two Ktsovets, the two extremes of, of the post Mabel world. In Sif Dal, we introduced the Yoinim and the Tachtoinim and said that this was a Hachana to Matin Torah. Then in Sif Hey, we began to explain what happened after the Mabel, that it, there was a, a, a uh, 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 Zichuch, in the world, which made it possible for there to be an Anon. So in Sivav, we asked the question, one second, wasn't the Mabal just coming to fix what happened in uh, in the in, in, in the Deira Mabal? So in Sivav, we explained, sorry, in Sivzayim, we explained that no, the, that the Mabal was bringing into the world a brand new Tchuna, which was the ability for the world to fix itself, that it itself should come to the level of Zichuch. Which helped us understand the concept of the Keshes, that the Keshes is dependent on the Zichuch of the world. And then we explained that, the, that, that by the Deir Mabel, the Abishter did not want to have a world anymore, because since the world at that time could not be fixed, the Abishter had no reason to continue with the world. And after the Zichuch of the Mabel, the, the, the Abishter gave the world the ability to regenerate itself, to fix itself, and therefore the, the Abishter has no reason to ever destroy the world. And from there we went to explain the, the two Ktsavos, that on the one hand, on the one hand is Layish Baisu, not just because the Abishta has no need to destroy the world, but the, the Taikif of Layish Baisu, Ismaniyavayalishanisi. On the other hand, being that it after the Mabal we went down to the level of Nivra, because of that, there's a certain weakness to the world because because Nivraim are limited. And then we said that these two things, El Yainim and Tahtainim, were all Ahanat Matantaira. When uh, or the or the Shnei Alafim when there will be ultimately be the the connection of Alyanim and Tachtainim. Now we're going to go back to Akum Shachavas. Now that we understand all of this, now we're going to go back to Akum Shachavas. We're going to understand what is so terrible with a guy keeping Shabbos, and it's going to be based on this whole Nakuda 
of Elyonim and Tavtoinim. That the whole purpose of the Mabul was to bring the world into Tavtoinim. And ultimately that was meant to lead to a time where there'll be a Kishur of Elyonim and Tavtoinim. They are even told Kenneth Arbid Nemachabas and the Welt Tachtainim. Midadagin the Kuswasacher from Welt Elyonim. In order for it to be possible for a Yid to be able to connect the below and the above. Is the Welt Bashafin Givarim in the Chatchile in Azaifin as he hot in Zich Oich, the Minyan Ashwisa from Malacha Sabriya from the Welt. The world was created to begin with, with the concept of Shvisa. Shvisa literally means to rest. And in order, Shvisa is referring to going higher than the world. The world is about Malacha, doing work. And Shvisa means to go higher than the world. In order for there to be the Kishur of Elyenim and Tachtainim, the Abishra had to place within creation the concept of going above creation, which is Shvisa. Read Rashi Zaktaf and Pasek, and that brings a beautiful, beautiful Raya. Rashi says, that the Abishra concluded on the seventh day. So Rashi says, What was the world missing? Menucha, rest. Bosa Shabbos, Bosa Menucha. Came Shabbos, came rest. And with this, the work was concluded. As the Melechis Abriya from the Shesis and the Mebreis, that the, the, the work of creating the six, in the 60s of creation did not finish with the creation of the existence of the world, nor mit der Menucha, mit nit mitzias. When the Abishter introduced Menucha, the lack of existence, which was placed into creation by resting from creation, that was the completion of creation. Creation was missing a piece, the Shvisa. Creation needed non-creation, which is representing the Elyonim in order for creation to be complete. And since every week this same cycle repeats itself, therefore every single Shabbos, this concept of Menucha, this higher than world idea, is brought down into the world on Shabbos. But since this idea of Menucha of Shabbos is higher than the world, it's higher than the six days of creation. It's higher than the creation of these this six days. The world can, is, is, cannot, cannot accept this higher than world. It's the opposite of world. The whole concept of Shvisa is opposite than the world. The world can't do it. As explained in various places in Chesedus, that Shabbos is higher than time. So, so the world, which is Zman, cannot contain in itself a level that's Therefore, for Menucha to come down into the world, it only happens in the deeper levels of the world, in the inner levels of the world. But in the, on, on the superficial level, you cannot see a difference between Shabbos and the weekday. The world itself, you can't feel, see uh, 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 in the world that today is Shabbos or today is Friday or Monday, whatever it is. The world is not keili to be able to be different on, uh, on Shabbos than the rest of the week. However, when it comes to Yidin, they are the ones who are accomplishing this bond between the below and the above. 
By them, by, by, by them, by us, by Eden, the light of Shabbos has a real visible impact on them. As is known, that the Neshama Yaseda that comes down on Shabbos, it causes a change in the nature of the person, of Nefesh Therefore, even someone who is a simpleton, does not lie on Shabbos, because the Neshama Yaseda impacts even a simple person. When I feel in the teva from the gufa gashmi, even in the nature of the gufa gashmi of the physical body, is affected by Shabbos. In order fifty-five, he brings the Maimer Chazal that the light of the person's face is different on Shabbos. In order fifty-six, he brings from Teiras Chaim that there was a certain great one of the great doctors that said that on the night and on the day of Shabbos, the the pulse. The, the heartbeat, the pulse that is going through the hand of the yin is different. It, it, it beats differently because Shabbos has an effect on the goof of the yid. But this is only the yid because the yid is the one who is entrusted, empowered to make the chibur of al-yenim So the yid has the ability to, to be affected by the oil of Shabbos. But the rest of the world, since the world is defined by time and space, which time and space is connected with movement, you move, you move from space to space. Time measures how, how fast you're moving. So time and space are both connected with movement. It's the opposite of resting. Therefore, in the rest of the world, besides for a yid, cannot, the menucha the, the cannot be revealed in, in them. Because menucha is connected with higher than zmanumakim. It's the opposite of the world. Minucha is the opposite of the world. So by a yid, a yid has el and tachtoinim in them. Therefore, the el could be come down into their tachtoinim. The, the, the above can come down into the below. The oil of Shabbos can actually impact the goof of the yid. But any other part of the world, including a goy, uh, as we will see, the, the, the menucha is lemaylum is manumakim, and therefore it cannot come down begilui into zmanumakim. Now you can understand Akum Shashava Sifyud Gimel. Das is echter Tam, was der Indian for Shvisa Shabbos is Mushul for Nabinoyach. This also explains why the idea of resting on Shabbos is so, is so prohibited when it comes to Abinoyach. So much so that even any other day of the week cannot be observed like Shabbos. The whole purpose of creation is that the world should be Chasar Menucha. So it's not that it should be a constant movement, constant work. Which this is connected with the with the existence, the time and space of the world. Which the world was created in the six days of creation. And in this world, the world that exists, that's made up of of movement, that's made up of, of the lack of menucha, that's made up of melacha, that's where the yid has the task to bring Shabbos higher than Mitzvah into the world. But but if the benayach changes. How he's supposed to conduct himself according to creation. Because he wants to impart or, or affect 
Shabbos in the world is a chayiv misa. He loses his existence. Because it's the opposite of the reason why it was created. An akum is part of bria. Bria is manu makim. Is manu makim is tnua. Is malacha. Is bria. So if he wants to start bringing in Shabbos, he's, he's doing something that's not his task. He's doing something that's the opposite of everything that, of everything that he's part of. And therefore, Chayiv Misa. Chayiv Misa doesn't mean, in, in, in this case, Chayiv Misa means that he loses his reason to exist. So, so now we understand this concept of the Akram Shabbos. The whole concept of the creation of the world was so that the world should be a Metzias. And every aspect of the world has to do its part. The Akum included. Akum's job is to be part of this Manu Makum of the world. And therefore, as long as he's doing his job, good. If he stops doing his job, he has no reason to be here. The exception to the rule is the Yid. The Yid, the Yid has the job, uh, uh, because the Yid received the Torah, the Yid by Martin Taylor was given the job of bringing Elioinim and Tachtoinim together. And therefore, the Yid has the ability to experience Shabbos, the Eid of Shabbos in, the, in, in their own goof. And therefore, the Yid has the mitzvah of keeping Shabbos. But any other part of creation cannot experience Shabbos because Shabbos is the opposite of everything that they stand for. Finally, we asked in the beginning of the Sicha, we asked Loyish Boisu. How does the loyish boisu, which means that the world is not going to stop functioning, connect to the prohibition of making a day of Shabbos? If you say loyish boisu means to stop, to stop just to, if if you say that the the iser is menucha, like Rashi says, then loyish boisu means there should be menucha. But if loyish boisu means not to make a Shabbos, then how does it connect to, to loyish? If the iser on the goy is to not to make a Shabbos, how does it connect to loyish boisu? But now it's going to make perfect sense. This is also the reason why the warning, the prohibition to B'neach that they shouldn't make a day into Shabbos is, is hinted, is uh, uh, messaged in the words which literally is talking about the, the function of the world and not the rest of Shabbos, the resting of Shabbos. But now, but now it makes sense. The fact that Bnei Noyach are, are excluded from Shabbos is an outcome of the fact that the times, the seasons of creation do not rest, do not stop. Since after the Mabal, the Abishter established the world in a way that it should be such a strong existence, to the point that it, nothing will stop, nothing will be interrupted. This is why a Benoyach cannot bring into the world the idea of Shabbos, the idea of Menucha, the idea of higher than Metzius. No, before Mabel, before Mabel, uh, before Mabel the, the world didn't have this takeoff of Loyus Baisu. And therefore, possibly, I mean, I don't know, if, if, and at that point there was the existence of Shabbos Bechlal. But once the world was given Loyus Baisu, was given a takeoff of 
then the job of the Akum is to enforce that Metzius, not to fight that Metzius. And therefore the Akum cannot bring something that's higher than Metzius into Metzius because then he's going against the Loyish Beisu. So now we understand the connection of Loyish Beisu and, and the Akum Shashavas. Again, the river turned to be Neisneach not at Eimbregen and Ir the Binyan of Ligvul Lechav Metzius from Shabbos. Therefore, Ben Neisneach cannot bring into the Metzius of the world something that's higher than the Metzius. But thus, is bestirred to take a Metzius from Belt because this would contradict the Loish Beisu, which is the strength that of the existence that the world was given after the Mabul. We just nemtzich from Kviyachal Levai Ania Violation Nisi, as we explained earlier, that the taking from Metzius comes from Ania Violation Nisi, because for the Eibushes Bimichayi the world and Eibushes Leishon Nisi. Therefore, this gives the world a taketh of being unchanging. And therefore, if uh, uh, Akum tries to bring higher than Metzius into Metzius, he's negating the Leish Beisu. He's negating the taketh from Metzius of the world. And therefore, it's a problem. And the only one ones who are allowed to, to do that, who are allowed to uh, bring higher than Metzius into Metzius, is the Yidin, because they were given the Kayach through Matan Teira to be Mechaber Milo Mato. I just want to add that in the, in the beginning of the Sikha, we mentioned that the Shita of the Rambam is that the reason that Akum Shashavas is because, Chayiv Misa, is because it's the Osir Lechadish Das. They're not allowed to bring a new religion or new mitzvahs into the world. How does this relate to Layish Beisu? So the Rebbe explains this in Order 61. That which the Rambam says, because Eima Nichanes and Lechadish Das is because of Loyish Baisu, because there has to be a take from Metzius Ha'ilam, a goy is not even allowed to do in honor of religion. Things that are Lemaylam in Ha'ilam, a mitzvah, that the Abishter gives, it's Lemaylam in Ha'ilam, a goy is not allowed to do. And this is why the Rebbe explains in the brackets in Order 61 that even though it says that a Benayach wants to do certain mitzvahs, most mitzvahs, he's allowed to do them to be able to be mekabal schar. You don't stop him from doing it. The exception to that rule is Shabbos and Limud HaToyra. The same Rambam and the, and the same Gemara that says Akum Shashavas is Chayiv Misa also says Akum that learns Torah is Chayiv Misa because both Shabbos and Torah, Limud HaToyra represents something that's Lamayla Min HaOilam and therefore a guy is not allowed to touch it. A guy cannot be involved with Lamaylam in Oilam because he's a chalik of Metzius Oilam, and therefore his job is to strengthen the world at Leish Baisu and not to bring something that's higher than the world into the world. And therefore, Shabbos and Torah is something that is that is a guy is excluded from, and it just strengthens this this nekuda that Rabbi explains that that the, the connection of Akum Shashavas with Loyish Baisu. Loyish Baisu refers to the Teikif HaOilam, Teikif HaMetzius of the world, and a Goy is not, is not meant to, to try to negate that. Quite the contrary, his job is to strengthen that, and the Yid's job is to bring Shabbos into it, to bring higher than the Mailam Ismanu Mokim into Zmanu Mokim through the Menucha of Shabbos.